This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight we're going to talk all about sacred or soul contracts. It's a big part of the theme of forgiveness, of healing, and of getting a perspective that a lot of us don't take sometimes in our life. And so I wanted to introduce you to this concept and teach you how this can start to make a difference in your healing journey. So why is this important? It's important because understanding your choice in the overall design of your life can help bring some meaning to your life, which can help ease your journey. This is important because knowing that you're always being guided, that you are supported, can bring a lot of comfort, especially when life is lifey and the feels are feely. And this is important because recognizing how all the pieces fit together can help give you a new perspective on some of the most troubling people in your life. You know, we all have those people in our life who we're not fans of and who keep showing up Sometimes over and over again as the same person, sometimes in different forms as different people in our life. And the question is, well, why is this happening? How can I start to use this on my journey? And so that's what we're going to talk about. So what exactly is a sacred contract, also known as a soul contract, also known as a soul agreement? These are non-physical agreements. They're contracts that were made on the soul level before we actually incarnate into our lifetime. So basically what happens is before our soul chooses to lower its vibration, to come out of the world of singularity of only love and light, and to move into a world of duality where there's light and dark, because that is why we come here. Before we come here, we have a bit of a meeting with all the people we want to have a meeting with on the other side, and we come up with themes and contracts and agreements We work with each other. And these binding agreements happen between one or more souls. And it's basically, it's an energy exchange designed for mutual benefit and mutual soul evolution. Your soul contracts include the themes and lessons that you choose for yourself in this lifetime. And they also include the specific souls that you choose to travel with during your time in human form. Some of the things that might be included in a sacred contract or soul contract are things like fulfilling family functions, which means that your soul chose the family that you came here with, your biological family, your place of birth. It means that fulfilling a role as a friend, it means you chose the friends that you travel with, those meaningful people in your life, those people that you meet where you just click immediately, the ones who, no matter how much distance there is, It never feels like they're very far away. Included in your sacred or soul contracts are these subtle energy exchanges, that stranger that you made eye contact with that for some reason sticks out years later, that person who held the door open for you when you were having a crappy day. This could be a soul contract. The simple passing on of knowledge, teachers that you've had in your life who opened up a topic for you that moved your life in a completely different direction. That could be the result of a sacred or soul contract. And also these synchronistic encounters, these times where you're like, if I hadn't been here at the right moment at exactly this space, I never would have met you. And then things would have been so different. Or people are starting around me just talking about the same book over and over again. 
These are other souls who I've had contracts with who are talking about these things to bring it into my awareness because that was the agreement that we made. I like to think of it kind of like planning a stage production. If you've ever been involved in any kind of a play or if you've ever gone to the theater, you know that every play has its own themes. There's goals, there's different characters, there's different plots. Hamlet is very different from Hamilton, is very different from Phantom of the Opera, is very different from Cats, but they're all stage productions and there are very definitely similar elements through all of them. In the same way, each lifetime that we incarnate into has its own themes, has its own goals, has its own characters, has its own plot. And just like in a stage production, you have to meet ahead of time and say, okay, who wants to play who? So all the souls up wherever souls are get together and say, all right, let's orchestrate a lifetime together. We're all going to get together. We're going to put on this play. Who wants to be the bad guy? Who wants to be the good guy? And everyone gets to pick the role that they want based on what they want to experience. Actors love to play villains. Why? Because it gets to stretch their skills. They get to learn new things. It's no fun always playing the hero. So every stage production has a villain. These are the ones who bring new perspectives and healing opportunities into our life. Every play has people who are on the stage who are actually acting and some who work behind the scenes to make sure that things go smoothly. Not everyone involved in stage production is on the stage in the spotlight. So a lot goes into this lifetime that we think happens by accident. So sacred or soul contracts is about coming up with a plan. What are the themes? What are the goals? What are the lessons we want to learn when we move from this place of singularity of only light into this place of duality where darkness also exists? So who's on your planning team? Your team is made up of spirit guides past relatives, angels. Your team is designed to help advance your soul's evolution. Everyone comes together to say, okay, how can we make this awesome for you? And here's the kicker. All the decisions about who's playing what role in your life is based on free will and choice. Your soul chooses its lessons and it chooses its team. This idea that somehow we're being punished with this lifetime, somehow we were placed here without our consent, doesn't jive with the idea of sacred contracts. Sacred contracts is based on the idea that we chose this on purpose, that our soul knew what it was doing when it asked that perfect other soul in its world to don the cloak of darkness and be the person who hurts you so you can learn something because every story needs villains. So if you think of it kind of like earth is school for souls, we come here to learn things. Now, let's say I want to learn the divine act of forgiveness. Well, in that kind of stage production, I have to have someone take responsibility for deeply hurting me and thus providing me with the opportunity and the choice to either forgive or stay resentful because you have free will. If I want to learn how to be independent and strong, then someone else must ensure that they abandon me at my worst hour, thereby giving me the opportunity to either stand up for myself or fall down and succumb to my circumstances because I have free will. If I want to learn how to love unconditionally, if that is the lesson that my soul chose, then I need someone else to play the part of another person in my life who's literally incapable of loving me back, either through illness, ability, or choice, thus giving you the opportunity to choose love despite difficulties 
and despite a lack of reciprocity, because that's what unconditional love means. So your soul sat down with its team before you came here and said, these are themes I want to learn. Who wants to come help me with this? And these are mutual. These contracts are mutual. I choose to go into someone else's life in the same way they choose to come into mine. So how can you use this for healing? Well, since these soul contracts are won by choice, have faith that your soul knew what it was doing. It saw the bigger picture. It also means that since these contracts are mutual, you also signed up to serve an important role in the life of other people, which means you matter. You matter. Other people's souls chose you to journey with. So you matter. If you chose your soul travelers in your lessons, then that means that everyone in your life, even that asshole prick of the office, is there for a divine purpose. So you can either ask, why is this happening to me? Or you can ask, what has this shown up to teach me? What are the lessons here? What healing opportunities exist as a result of this situation? Basically, what this means is that you are here by design. Sacred contracts means that every person in your life is part of the play that you put on. It's your production. You chose to be here. You chose to play the hero. Or maybe you're the villain in someone else's story. And that's okay. So what happens if you don't learn the lesson? Because some of us are stubborn and we get free will. Yay, free will. As long as the lesson is resisted, it will resurface over and over again. Which is why you'll often find the same kind of personality showing up in your path. You'll often hear this, it's all, everyone I date is a narcissist. It's always the same, no matter what. It always ends up the same way. Not because the lesson hasn't been learned. There's something that's been resisted. Instead of asking, what do I need to learn? You got stuck in, why is this happening to me? Each time that lesson is repeated, the intensity and urgency increases. The universe gets louder as your soul came here to learn this lesson. It's not going to give a half-assed attempt and be like, oh, well, didn't work the first time. Oh, well. No, this is a divine lesson. It's learning. It came here for a purpose. And so if we miss it the first time, which we usually do, and we miss it the second time, which we usually do, we miss it the third time, but we keep missing it. It's going to get louder and louder and louder each time until you pay attention. Now, if you're really, really good at ignoring things, and a lot of us are, and if you avoid the lesson in this lifetime, then guess what? You're going to need to come back and try again next time because your soul has infinite time and its only job is to evolve and to assist in the evolution of other souls. And so if you don't learn it this time around, you get to come back. Yay. <laughs> so some key concepts to remember. Remember that your soul knew what it was doing when it chose this journey for you. All the ups, all the downs, while there is free choice in that, the general theme was designed for you and by you to support your soul's evolution. Remember that the people who accompany you on your journey are there for a reason, all of them. And every single person you encounter, from the people who held a big place in your life to the person you walk by on the street and didn't even notice, offers a unique opportunity for healing and growth. And remember that you can either find the healing in this lifetime or you can hold on to the resistance and try again next time. You have free will. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. Knowing that your soul chose this for you. 
knowing that every soul that you are traveling with, you selected specifically for yourself, means taking a level of responsibility for your soul's evolution in your life that a lot of us don't want to take. So just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's always the decision that will take you to the next step. And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. I should say that I'm familiar with how it has played out in my life in terms of um, situations being learning experiences. And if you don't learn the lesson, it just keeps repeating itself with different people and different forms until, you know, you, you are kind of forced to learn the lesson. Um, and I, I realized I had a, a major shift in my life and my way of thinking. And, um, I started practicing a lot of gratitude. And when I started using, um, seeing these painful past experiences through the lens of gratitude, that's when I was really able to glean the learning experience from it, like in a big way where I could be thankful to these people and these experiences for my own growth that I got out of, out of those experiences. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we're still allowed to be human about it. You're allowed to have both. You're allowed to be pissed off at their humanity for being a dick. Mm -hmm in human form. And you're also allowed to love the fact that this is in your path for reason and use it as an opportunity for healing. So both are allowed to exist, right? I think that it's important to know that we are not meant to, while yes, we have these soul contracts and sacred contracts on the energetic level, we are still stuck down here in physical form. And in physical reality, we get to deal with all the nuts and bolts ickiness of these soul contracts. And that when that person shows up to give us the opportunity to learn forgiveness, it sucks and it feels gross. And that the human part of us needs to heal the physical side of it before we jump into the love and light forgiveness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Before I forgot, I also wanted to say I really like the part when you said how some people the villain role to come here just to experience that because that makes a lot of sense too and and I forget about that to think about other people's perspectives sometimes and I try to and that made a lot a lot easier for me to comprehend that if somebody can come here to experience that I can understand that more it gives me a reason to I guess understand where people are coming from Yeah, every single person, everyone's soul chose it for them. And some people, yeah, I don't know about you, but I loved when I, not that I was very good at drama, but when I did try my hand at drama, I liked playing the bad guys. I liked playing the things that were very different from who I am. Even in in philosophy, where I would, we would do a lot of debates, I would always take the, the side that I don't believe in. It's easy to argue what you believe in. It's really challenging to argue in favor of what you very definitely don't believe in, right? It's what stretches you. It's what gives you some flexibility. Your soul always came here to be like, yay, I don't learn anything. (laughs) So yeah, very cool. Um, So the question, what about pets? Like animals, 
Yes. So I didn't want to go really deep into it because one, it's out of my scope of knowledge and two, it it was longer than I'd be able to cover in one circle. But there are technically different kinds of solo contracts and there may even have a solo contract with a planet, the energy of a planet. You can have a solo contract with, uh, with trees, the energy of trees, with insects, with animals, with pets. So absolutely, you can choose them as your travelers. I very much believe that my fur crew are my travelers, that these are souls that I travel with all the time. And then they come with me in different forms. So like when we have something coming through our lives, you know, you said like, what does this come to teach, teach me, right? Like with pet elements, do they come also to teach us something? Or is that just... It's both. These are that... It's always mutual. There was an example in... One of the articles I was reading about sacred contracts, about what about um, infants that die almost immediately after birth? How is that sacred? Why, why would they? Why would that have been chosen? And um, they said sometimes it's about breaking a karmic connection. If you needed to learn how to completely give up control, then you would need to choose a position of being absolute powerless. And you would incarnate into a family that needed to learn how to let go and to heal because maybe they held on too tightly in others. So these are always mutually beneficial and they are dances that we play together. Um, and it's meant to give us an opportunity when there is a sick pet. It's all about selflessness. It's about giving to someone or something that can't really reciprocate. Not in the same way, which is why pets are so good at teaching unconditional love. So what like so what would it teach me about his eyes? That that's the- up to your soul. <laughs> that's that's something that you get to in your own meditations. Ask, what does this come to teach me? What this experience in my life with all of its feely feels, as a result of this, what do I know about myself? What have I learned about myself? Your soul chose it. So that means it's a deeply personal experience. So you get to get quiet with yourself and ask yourself, what am I learning? What do I now know about myself as a result of this lifey and feely experience? So yeah, unfortunately, no one can tell us. We have to figure it out ourselves. That's part of it. Sometimes watching our pets struggle helps us learn to surrender because it is only when we feel powerless and we realize that we can't control things that we have to learn to surrender. And so I would ask where else in my life am I needing to surrender and allow other creatures the space of their own healing? Where am I trying to force it for my own comfort? Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. During our time and circle together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, 
and after I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.livelifeunbroken.com backslash circle, C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.